Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone out there in the big wide world. This is Helena Margareta, Helena Steiner Hornstein, speaking to you yet again here from a very sunny and lovely Florida. Happy spring, everyone, because today is, I will call it the introduction to spring, at least in many countries in Europe, because you celebrate this day in the evening with all your big bonfires and choirs singing and, you know, uh, and celebrate the entrance of spring. So I hope everywhere out there in Europe, in Northern Europe particularly, that you have a lovely evening tonight with celebration and good food and good music and happy singing. And I am here and I am not even sure that you can hear me today because my internet is down. And somehow I managed to find my codes and I'm coming in the back way through my telephone. But I don't know, you know, I don't have my screen. I don't have anything of what's going on. So I will kind of speak out in the air. And I also had some email questions and so on. I wanted to answer them. I have some printouts of many questions, and I will go back to using them. So maybe we can have some fun. And if you want to call me up, I don't know how you could do that because I don't have a screen. But... Many people listen to me through the archives. And I notice I have uh, about four different kinds of um, listeners. And I figure the the ones who listen to me is not the number one, but the ones that I kind of think about a lot when I speak because they don't know who I am. They are the surface. They accidentally happen to find my parking place and they stay for a little while and it can be long or a short while and uh, and they, they kind of say okay now I know that and they move on so those are the ones you know the apropos the incidental incidental incidentals who come to me and uh, then are the ones that have kind of seen what I'm about on the on online somewhere and they're curious one way or the other who I am and they have a need. They they have an appetite for something. They need to have answers to their questions. They don't want to call in because uh, they don't think that their problem is big enough. But they want to see what I'm about. And here you have also healers who find out something about me and they want to hear a little bit more what I have to say. So those are the one, two, three groups. And then number four and the biggest group and the ones that I really welcome all the time, my regular listeners. Thank you for tuning in yet again. I love you. <laughs> I'm so happy you're there for me and that you also many times call back later or that you send me an email later and just come up with some remarks or some comments and uh, let me know how you feel about certain things. And uh, so I like you, you the red, regular ones. But I like you all, you know. And if you're one of those surfers, start to look me up. Go to my website. The Internet is down now, so... At least here. I don't think everyone has Comcast, but I have Comcast, and somehow it seems they break down a lot. Sorry, but it's the truth. And uh, so I cannot use my connection. Once in a while, I'm going to try and see if I can get through anyway, because it's more comfortable, but oh no. And uh, I was going to speak about robots today, and I work with Alexa as my little assistant and I tried to see what what Alexa had to say. Sorry, I'm having trouble understanding right now. Yes, and her red light is coming on because we don't have an internet connection. So when you're 
a robot. You know, you're not very dependable. You need all kinds of connections. How is it about us? What's the difference between being a robot or, and, and a human being, for instance? Well, big time difference, of course. Robots have been programmed. Now, what about us human beings? How far are we from being robots? I feel we are getting so programmed. And depending who you are and where you live and what culture and what religion you have accepted to be yours, you can be horribly programmed. I see that when I travel from country to country. How, and even in, in this country, I live in the United States of America, and I love being an American. I'm also a European. I also carry a European passport. And I'm proud of being part of both cultures. But here in America, and I sat with a group of people yesterday, they were very nice Midwesterners who had been down in Florida for a little while. And we had what I call a little social talk. They didn't have a clue <laughs> what I was about. They didn't understand. Well, they understood me, but even my language, because I speak with, a, with an accent, and it's not their accent. They kind of have decided that most things I say are kind of odd. And, yeah, sometimes for, for many people what I talk about is odd. You know me. You know what I talk about here on the show. For some people this is odd. But I haven't been programmed by anyone to tell me what to do and what I should say. But some people in our world live in a surrounding where they just all think the same, do the same. And that is who they are. In a way, a kind of a robot. And we're all a little bit of robots, aren't we? And I think I told you that before. I talk about it a lot. When I take, you know, I love to take a, a city bus within the cities of, of a European capital, a big city. Because you don't have to drive and you can look around and so on. And I study the people in the streets, and I study the people where we're pulling in to pick up more passengers, you know, the bus, bus stops. And when you pull in at that station, bus stop, I mean, it's just a little stop in the street, you have like a dozen people standing there, all with their cell phones in their hands, looking at that little screen. What is it on that screen that is so important? And the Sunday wake up out of their days and say, oh, the bus is here. Now they switch the screen and they come up with a barcode, step aboard the bus and put that barcode on another little screen and you hear a pling and they go and sit down and they go back to their screens again. And then they hear a pling at the next station and they or bus stop and they look up and they see a screen up in the ceiling and say, oh, that's my bus stop and they go out again with the cell phone in the hand, cross the street with the cell phone in the hand and you know if you're a driver you really have to watch out because when people walk with their phones they look at the screen, nothing else is important they live in a robot type of life is that what you want to be? Yeah, you know, everyone says, well, why not? Well, you know, this is the problem with us. We don't notice our world around us. There is a world around us called nature. Nature, it is actually our world. Everything we need, we get out of nature. Everything to make us well, to feed us, is out in nature. And when we feel low and we feel down, go out in nature. Go and lean against the tree and look up in the greenery above you. Or go and hug a tree and put your ear to the tree trunk 
and you might hear something coming out of the tree. Depending how good your awareness is, everything is a matter of frequency. Nature around us has various kinds of frequencies. You have a particular frequency, but all humans don't have the same frequency. The less robotic you are, the lower your frequency, the higher into the other side, meaning the spiritual side, the more your your frequency increases. So you have a very high spiritual frequency that you can use if you want to. But it's almost like a habit. You have to start getting there and doing it. So I had a, I was going to do a little bit more, but I had that on the computer, on the you know online, and I cannot get to that. So um, we will continue, and I have some questions here, and some questions are as usual very good, and I know I have a lot of healers who listen to me, and they have their own situations. And they go through this. I hear this a lot from healers out there. Why do I get so tired? A day, I I work a few hours a day, and I get so tired. I get more and more tired from each person. And I give you this answer. I know what you're talking about. When I started to do this work, at the end of the day, I don't think I was really tired, but I was like so loaded with problems. And I realized I had picked up on everyone's problems during the day. And I remember there was one woman who had lost her balance. And I noticed when I was getting up and out and down in the street, I was kind of acting like I was drunk. I had somehow picked up from her energy. So now... You have to clean yourself. You have to cleanse yourself after a session with someone and get rid of their load because, of course, you you have picked up on it from the session with them. And how do you do that? You put yourself in the light for a little bit. And it's the same when you have been together with negative people or people, bad people. Some people are not that good. Most people are good in the world, but some people carry around very negative energies. And how do you get rid of that? You put yourself in the light. And just now for a moment, just decide that light is coming down over you. And you feel a ray of light approaching, and now it comes down over you. It enters your thoughts. It enters into your head, into your mind. And I'm saying, clear, clear. I brush away your obstacles. And more little rays are entering your shoulders. Do you know that a big ray of light, a big wide ray of light, consists of many, many, many little, little, almost invisible rays of light and they are the ones that enter your souls enter your brain cells go through your pores and in through your organs and now it's like a shower of light that is entering your body and now it starts to build up like a ball of light around you stay in that light You see how quick it goes, and I kind of extended a little bit in time. This can be like, now I'm in the light and I shine. So you have to do that both before and after someone comes to see you. And I, you know, I would have forgotten. I remember I forget things. Um, (laughs) I forget uh, to put myself in the light, and I think we all do that at times. So when I want to be on the safe side, 
I just put myself on autopilot, meaning the light is there, and I just connect now with the light and say, now stay with me for the rest of the day. It's that simple. You can do that all the time. You can just be on the in the energy of the autopilot of the light. Everyone should do that. I do that when I remember, of course, when I drive a car, particularly when I'm going to drive on, on the horrendous expressways like I-95 in Florida, Whew. <laughs> close to Miami, and I think I told you all about that. But we can protect ourselves all the time from being the light. And right now I'm going to say, if you're listening, you can uh, you can put yourself in the light and be in the light. Stay there in the light. And be happy that you have this possibility to be in the light right now. So I have a healer who asked me here, can all people be healed? Why does it not work at times? This is Eileen. Evidently, she's a healer. And why can I not heal myself? Well, all these are great questions. Can all people be healed? You know, there is some kind of predestination almost how your life is going to be. Sometimes you're not ready to heal. It simply means that some people are not ready to be well yet. They have to go through a little bit of acceptance of some kind first before they can get well. So they might have to live in that condition for a while. But that can be speeded up by your healer, and one can get through that. But then if it's a serious, like a very serious situation, they have been given the diagnosis of a you know, stage four cancer or whatever they say out there. And it may simply be the the way they are meant to leave this earth, depending on depending on their circumstances and so on. But I know those who have just challenged that and said, No, I'm not ready and they really mean that. And they start from the beginning. Just the way I did it now with with my show. Yes, I was programmed now to have my show right now. It's been on the agenda, not for me, but it was with Blog Talk Radio. I couldn't get into the program. I somehow had to take the back road. And that's the way I hope it's going to work. We will see later on if this has been recorded. But what I'm saying is, If you feel in your heart, if it's about your body, hang in there and believe. Get really angry. No, I'm not ready yet. But I have had, and I've written in my book about this, in my book about the white light, a limitless reality, I have written about those who come to me, and they have been crying, and they say, oh, I love my life, I have my children, my family, I love everyone, everyone loves me. And then we get into part of the session, and I ask them, do you want to live? And they say, no, I don't think so. You know, it's so hard with the children, they're teenagers, they don't believe me, they don't listen to me. And my husband loves someone else, and You know, it's expensive to have a lifestyle I'd like to have. It's hard, you know. So now, once you hit that truest self within you, that core of you, of what you feel about things, suddenly you don't want to live. And you didn't know that. And there's no way a healer can change that with you. That's simply the way it is. But sometimes, or most of the time, people who come to me 
they re- they say, no, I want to live. Oh, now help me, and I'm going to help myself. I, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Yes, those people can be healed. So I'm not the one to decide. And there was Karen in Palm Beach who wanted to know this. So um, don't program yourself till what is to what's going to happen. I've had several, and people have gone to the doctor, and they have allowed to be like a robot programmed by the doctor, and the doctor and his staff to say, yes, you are sick, you have a deadly disease, and we have you have to come here every day for your treatment. And they make themselves like the gods of these people's lives. And people give all their rights away to these people instead of trying for themselves. And it's so sad when people follow all those horrendous things and medications and treatments that are just always called experimental. No one has said to them, yeah, this is going to cure you. They just said, now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do that. We have an incredible healing ability within us, a healing master. And you can follow that. And you know, it depends who you are. There is something called integrity. And it means that you honor who you are. And I feel so strongly about this integrity. I feel very strongly about certain things. And if some people start to challenge that and mock it or they say something about it and they don't even believe in what they're saying, they just want to give me a hard time. I have my integrity and I believe so much in the honor of the light, of this godly power that I stand up for at all times. This is integrity. And this is what we start to lack a lot of out there. We forget that we are not robots. We are human beings. And what is it that human beings have again? You have feelings. You have integrity. You have empathy. And you have spirit. Spirit is what really turns you into a human being. This is something that we have. Isn't that beautiful that we have something within us? It cannot be taken away unless you really admit it, if you permit it. If you allow yourself not to use the spirit. So why doesn't healing work with some people? Well, some people simply go and run around to too many people for help instead of trying to work on it on their own. What I do, I say I in quote when people come to me, I work with you and spirit together in a package. And we turn into a oneness. And when you in this oneness start to compare with something else, with psychological methods or somebody else's meditation and everything else, of course it doesn't work. You go, you walk around to different healers and think, well, more is better. Well, Not quite that way, more in that way. You should start to focus on one thing, and that is the the healing power within you, and allow that healing power within you to shine and to be activated. And this is how it works. And I see that sometimes with people who come me. They follow somebody else's methods. And believe they're going to help me. I don't need help from any human being. I have fantastic help being in the oneness with with this eternal 
eternal spirit, the white light that is shining over my situation and our situation. So I decide where I want to go. And is this the time for this and this and that? So you're so much part of a healing session, much, much more than you realize. And I have another here, someone else who asked me, and that's Dennis, the guy. Looking back at your life and what you have done, do you have any regrets? And you know this question is almost humorous. And we can all think back of our lives. Do we have regrets? And what are your regrets? Well, get over them and start to implement what you could have done in this life right now. My regrets that I kind of didn't listen maybe to good advice from the start, from my parents, grandmother. That's what I should have done many times. But looking back again, I made a lot of stupid choices. And I'm sure we all can agree to that. We make choices entirely on our own. I could have been told by my father this and this. And you know, my father was quite old. He had lived, he, was, he became a father quite late in life. And he came up with some smart remarks at times. And I didn't listen to that. And the same with my mother. And my grandmother, my goodness, they had all those smart, smart, wise remarks. Did I listen? No. And I have the same with my daughter. I said, well, I've given her advice. When she was a teenager, I told her, oh, don't do that. You know, it would be a good idea to try this way instead. And she said, oh, why do you tell me this? And I always say, I don't want you to make my mistakes. And she just said, oh, I want to make my own mistakes. And she gave, went out and made the mistakes. And came back and said, why didn't you tell me? You should have insisted. Well, you don't insist too much with teenagers. You know very well. And if you're a teenager listening to me now, I have a lot of teenage boys who want to have sessions with me. I don't think I have any teenage girl who wants to have a session with me. Maybe girls are not listening to other women at this time of their lives. I don't know. But we have a lot. There is a lot of knowledge out there. Good knowledge, too. So um, uh, what? Uh, when you channel and, you know, I have that question coming. When you channel information, what is that? What is, does it mean? Can I channel? Someone asked me the other day. And I said, yes, of course you can channel. You just tune in to this higher power. But when you channel, you know it's easy to channel the lower energies. Because the lower energies come in with a lot of nonsense information. And there are people out there who walk around this planet and spread around a lot of nonsense channeled information. They are listening to the wrong sources. So you have to ask when, before you want to channel anything and anyone, and for a healer out there, and masseuses and masseurs and so on, any kind of therapist, you can channel. But number one, and the only rule is, ask for the highest source. Ask for the highest source of information. Don't just ask for information, because you can get terrible information. And I know that in the beginning I used to write down very fast, longhand, uh, how, what, what my channeled information was. And in the beginning when I did that, 
I got lots of nonsense information. And even Santa Ha Ha Ho Ho and so on, also in the middle of that. So I knew pretty soon those were just the comics out there. They want to kind of put you on the wrong path. Those spirits are there. So not all spirits or spirit guides are of the highest frequency. But those are the ones you have to ask for in your channeling. Ask for the highest good. That phrase is a good phrase. Ask for the highest good to come to you. Whoever you are, you can channel in channel information. And sometimes it's necessary for your for your highest good simply to have channeled information. And have this conversation with your highest self. And ask questions. And you will get answers coming back to you. And this happens all the time. So, and I have here, and who wrote that? I had this little question coming in. Oh, that's from Anju in Tallinn, Estonia. And I was so happy to hear from someone in Estonia. So, um, and she's asking, well, first of all, she says, I'm always looking forward to listen to your latest show. Why don't you have more shows? I used to have shows, you know, like once or twice a week in the beginning. And I noticed that took too much of my time. And I always had guests. And I had to look for new guests. And people told me that, oh, you allow your guests to talk too much. The guest was taking over the show. We will want to hear what you have to say. And, you know, it was kind of a pain in the neck for me. So I started to cut down on the times. And now I'm back to, you know, like once a month. And it still takes a lot of time. And there are times when I simply, when it doesn't fit in to have the show because it has to fit in with many other things too. So, and she is asking, what is your strangest healing request? Well, I have, (laughs) sometimes you get, like really odd requests, but I'm not even going to repeat them. But I think it's strange when they want, you know, and they don't want to waste time or money. They just say already in in my request, I want you to heal my leg. I lost the lower part of my leg. I want you to make it grow back. Well, I'm sure that in the big universe, this would be possible. In my universe, I wish I could, but already in my mind, I have put a stop on that. It's like somehow my humanity says, no, I don't think I can do that. And then they get mad with me. And there's someone else who wanted me to grow back all her teeth because he had lost, she had lost all her teeth. I cannot do that either. It's the same thing. But then she said, you can remove tumors. I said, well, I saw that as a healing intention floating through me, through through my mind. And I just didn't say I could or couldn't. I put that intention through to the universe. And the universe removed the tumor who with that person. And I was happily surprised that it worked. But when it comes to growing back limbs and teeth and certain things that you have lost in your body, I'm not sure I even put myself to that intention. It may be my fault, but there you are. I limit myself to being a human being. So go to someone else if you feel you can find that someone else. So, and then I have had, like, men or women who have wanted me to put, like, evil spells on their spouses because they've been mad with They've been mad with them or they're going through divorces. And they simply wanted them to just 
die or go crazy or something. I couldn't do that. I don't do that. I work for the highest good and I get my inspiration from the highest good. Case closed. I don't do the black magic. That is a very, very dangerous thing to do, by the way. And if anyone is trying to get into the black magic and put spells on people, no, don't do that. You will hurt yourself so badly and will never end up well because you will be the power station of that energy to do harm onto someone. Yes, but, you know, Hitler was a horrible person. Why didn't anyone put spell on him? Allow the good to kill the harm in him, you know. Put those people in the light and let the light destroy the darkness within them. Don't put darkness from you. Don't charge yourself with darkness towards anything or anyone because it would hurt you very seriously. And you will have real trouble working with the light in the future. You cannot switch from now I work with the light and now I work with the darkness. That's not it. I don't believe in the darkness. And I have another question somewhere here that I wrote down earlier. I copied from, you know, the the email. And they said, do you believe in, in an evil power? And it's a good question in the way that it says, do you believe in an evil power? I truly have noticed that there is a power out there called evil and darkness. But I don't want to recognize it. I don't want to accept it. There are so many people, because I do what I do and work with the light and help people, and clear people's minds and so on. There are those who don't want me to do that. And they try, try to put me in, in the darkness, in the dark. They p- try to put an evil spell on me. But since I'm on autopilot for the white light, I'm protected. And, you know, the white light is stronger than any other power in the universe because it is the God energy, the highest power that is. And if you feel that your day is not a good day, don't allow that feeling and thought to increase during your day. Oh, everything has gone wrong today. What else can go wrong? And yeah, yes, and you talk to them. Yes, this has been a horrible day. Or anything you say is going to be horrible also. No. Why do you build the road of darkness to walk on? Build the road of bright light to walk on. And what is attracts the same isness to you. If you are in the light, You attract light. I say it again and again, but you cannot hear it enough. Don't say, I heard this before. Well, start to live up to it. And don't look for others who are on your side when you are in the darkness. I don't believe in analyzing the problem and the darkness. I believe in being in the light. But now you can say about me, but you say things about people that are not always nice. Yeah, I do. And that's the truth. <laughs> they are not always very nice. But I don't kind of keep it. It's, a, it, it's just an opinion at the time. It's a judgment. I look at the person and say, well, this is wrong, and she has that attitude now but then you send it light afterwards and you send yourself light afterwards and everything will balance itself out 
So evil and darkness is out there. Don't accept it as something that can take over you or your situation. Once you give it any kind of acceptance, it will take over your life. I've seen that. I have been through tough times, and I've allowed those tough times to take over. And that has been part of my regret, you know, in life, that I've allowed the trouble to take over for a while until I came into the mindset. This is not what it is about. No, I have to change. Everything I talk about is from my own experience. My studies in life have been extensive. However, it has not been in healing and spirituality. I've been in a totally different field before. So that's why I have the mindset of maybe looking at things in a maybe judgmental way just to size it up and say, oh, this is not a good situation, and now I can work with the light. And if I tell a person, you know, you're so negative, or she is so negative out there. Yes, it's to size them up so I can just send the positive power to them. And that's all that it is about. You have to accept the light and who you are. I think we've come to the time now and we can start with the meditation. And this is not the meditation, actually. It's a It's a traveling time through your subconscious mind and through your own dimensions. So if you can now begin to relax where you are, and if you're driving a car, don't drive and do so-called meditation at the same time. And I had a woman say, oh, yes, I can do that. No, you can't do that then it's not a real meditation because you have to go deeper and deeper and deeper through your dimensions. And that is how you reach your higher self because there is a place called your higher self. Remember, there is there are, there is, there is two of you. There are two of you. Your physical self, and that includes your brain and your thoughts and your mindset. And then you have your spiritual side, your spiritual self. That's your soul self. And that is the place that we heal. That is the place where your light lives, your inner light lives. And once you now start to work with the light within you, it begins to shine through the dimensional you out into your physical self. And this is the process of healing. I do healings every day over the phone like this, over the Internet, via Skype. And it works very well. Some of you believe you have to see me to work better. Sometimes when I see you, I feel I'm not as good as I could be when I'm not seeing you. Because something about being in the office, surrounded by the walls that are not mine in the office, and here I have a person in front of me who may be a little skeptical and maybe not feeling too hot, and those feelings are coming out more. The negative feelings come out more when I'm closer to you because they're lower vibrations and I have to, you know, when you are close, you notice that. But long distance, I don't notice your low, low vibrations too much. So it doesn't disturb me the same way. But over the air like this. I can work on you on you so very well because I see 
the true you energy. I see it so much better when I have a distance. And, you know, I work on horses a lot. I work with a few horse farms in in this country and in Europe. Not that many, but a couple. And sometimes I'm asked to, to work you know, on on the big on a big horse, and they asked me to come and see the horse, and I noticed I cannot be close to the horse. I have to have distance because the horse has such strong working energies, and the horse has such strong vibes or feelings. I have to be outside of the stable to be able to work on the horse. And I think the horse likes that better, too. The ho- horses actually like my my CD, uh, Make Your Wishes Come True. But make the horse a choice so the horse can be close or not close. Don't kind of put it there and the horse has to listen to it. No, make it possible for the horse to leave the recording and go out if it wants that. But the horses actually like it, and many animals like that particular recording a lot. Maybe they like like my shows also. I don't know. <laughs> no one has kind of said that yet. So anyway, begin to relax now and relax. And if you hear music in the background, it's going to be Stephen Halpern's beautiful music from his CD, Gifts of the Angels. And you can reach him on innerpeacemusic.com. And I have his kind permission to play it as long as I announce that it is his music. Thank you, Stephen. And you begin now to relax and relax and relax. And you go deeper and deeper within you. Yes, within you. There is a place that knows all and sees all. And that place is called I am the light. It is your truest self within you. You relax more and more and more and more and more. And now suddenly, In your imagination, you find yourself on the other side of this planet Earth. And it is like late night going into the morning. It's kind of twilightish. And all the stars are still up in the sky. And you are sitting in front of a big, big ocean. In the far distance, you can see the horizon. And at the horizon, you can see white light. You are so relaxed, so completely relaxed. Yes, within you. There is a place called I am the light. And you go deeper and deeper and deeper within you. Deeper still. And now you you feel a oneness with something bigger within you. And this is your inner light. It sits in your chest area and it rotates clockwise and you can put your hand above your chest and just allow it to rotate clockwise and round and round and round faster and faster and faster and faster and as you round yourself up it's like something is waking up within your chest area and you stretch your body and you feel so strong. You feel powerful. 
And now the light at the horizon has now turned very, very big and is spreading out over the ocean and big rays of light are now running over the ocean towards you and up in the sky and suddenly the whole sky is turning strong and blue. Here and there you can still see some little stars twinkling and shining. You feel so invigorated. You connect with the stars, the few stars you see in the sky. And as you discover them, they all start to move towards each other. And they are now forming a circle up in the sky. And the circles start to move around clockwise up in the sky. And you respond within you, in your chest area. And you feel you are connecting with this moving, the fast moving circle of stars up in the sky. You feel more and more and more connected to this something so much bigger and better. Yes. You know who you are. You are a child of the light. And you know the light is the Father, Mother, God energy. And you have that energy of power within you. This is what it means to be created in the image of God. You have the power. And we are now activating it for you. And you can use this power to be happy, healthy, successful, to make your partnership work, to make your relation, your relations with others at home and at work and socially to be a better relationship because you know you are a child of the light. Yes, you are a spiritual being. You are truly, truly a spiritual being and you're now beginning to connect with the spiritual you and be less of a machine listening to others. You are now a spiritual being in a human body. And the spiritual you is now going to help the physical you to shine. And as soon as you made that decision, a big, big, big ray of light is descending through the sky and down upon you. You receive the light. You allow the light to enter your chest. You allow the light to enter the back of your body and you brush off, you're clearing the back of your body. You're clearing your shoulders, getting rid of old burdens and you now feel lighter. You feel more powerful and you just know that you will be guided onto the right track to be good at what you do and you love you and you love your life 
because you love the light within you and within everyone. And now you send out light in the world. And it's sent all over planet Earth. And it goes around planet Earth. And now it's coming back to you. And you send light out even more of it this time. Out in the world and it goes around and comes back to you. Strengthened and reinforced. Because you are a child of the light. This is the truth of the one that you are. And you take a deep breath. I am Helena Steiner Hornstein. And I think you should read my book about the white light. Yes, the white light. A limitless reality and understanding the law of our togetherness with this white light. Because this determines how successful, how happy and well you're going to be in your relationships, in your work, in your life, in your studies, with everything you do. Yes, you are special. And now when I count to seven, you're meant to come back to the here and now. Number one, number two, number three. And you take a deep breath again. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. And you open your arms and stretch your arms and you're coming back to here and now. And thank you for coming to my to my little radio show on Blog Talk Radio. And go to my website, www.speakingtoyourheart.com. It's also called Activale, with C, Activale, Activale.com. And I'm Helena Steinhornstein. Please drop me a note. Please drop me an email to Dr. Helena Info, Dr. Helena Info at yahoo.com. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so very much for being with me today. Bye bye. And thank you. Universe, if you made this possible to be heard, because as I said, I worked without the connection with the computer. Thank you so much, everyone. Bye-bye.